From Jack Lewis Jewelers in Bloomington, Illinois, this is the pre-proposal show for dating couples designed to make engagement ring shopping easy, understandable, and fun. This is the Carter Cast. The star of the show is Jack Lewis Jewelers CEO, John Carter, and I'm your host, Joshua Scholl. Do you like documentation? Are you militant about millimeters? Do you prefer paperwork that displays metrics out to the thousandth decimal? Then you'll love this episode on grading reports because nothing says I love you like math. Truth is, though, when it comes to diamonds, you deserve to have confidence in exactly what you're buying. We kick off season two with a surprisingly entertaining conversation on grading reports, what they are and why you should care. Let's go. This is the CarterCast, the pre-engagement show for dating couples designed to make engagement rings shopping easy, understandable and fun. You can get the four C's anywhere, but only here can you get the fifth C called Carter. I'm Josh, and this is CGA GG CEO of Jack Lewis Jewelers and current president of the American Gem Society, John Carter. It's oh, it's a high five sort of show. Yeah, we haven't done that yet. <laughs> we have special not, effects. It, yes, special effects. We'll be probably be like a kapow, like a kapow. I like it. I like it. Uh, so today we are talking about one of our favorite topics: grading reports. Yes, because nothing says I love you like math. Yes. Or paper. Or paper. Or paper. <laughs> Laminated paper screams I love you. It does. Uh, this threatens to be the single most boring episode of the Carter Cast. No, no. We've had way more boring. <laughs> and, <laughs> and will. Yes. So uh, This if, is not even going to be close. No? This would be like mid, middle, cool. middle of the road. Well, if I fall asleep, take off your shoe and batter me. Oh, I will. It. I might do that anyway. <laughs> but <laughs> just in general, I might start bashing you with a shoe. Punch <laughs> me in the ear with your coffee mug. Just okay. lean over and more, more, uh, more special effects. More special effects. But first... Mm. Let's pop the question. My favorite part. Finish this song lyric oh, from the 2016 hit Bruno Mars song, 24 Karat Magic. Okay. Put your pinky rings up to the moon. Girls, what y'all trying to do? 24 Karat Magic in the air. Blank. Oh, this isn't multiple choice? Is it? Oh. A... Have it all, I swear. Mm. B, head to toe, so player. Or C, haberdashery fair. <laughs> no, I know this. Do you really? Yeah. What is it? It's B. B, head to toe, so player. Mm-hmm. Would you like to? Would you like to sing it? Give it a little, uh, give it a little jazz. Not particularly. No. Twenty-four karat magic in the air. Head to toe, so player. See? Look out! You thought okay. I wasn't cool. He thought I wasn't going to get that. I, I really didn't think you were going to get that. Yeah, I got it. And of course, second verse is for the hustlers and the gangsters. Okay. Grading reports. <laughs> okay, then. We're dope. We are lit. Grading reports. So I barely know anything about diamonds. I know. Uh, level. <laughs> You've established which, that. Which means we're I know. like five episodes deep in this now. Which so. means I know less than nothing about grading reports. Right. So we are now in negative. Which really is a poor territory. reflection on me because I've literally <laughs> taught you nothing in, you in, in nearly nine years. Not formally. There's been no formal training. I've just been learning by osmosis. Okay. All right. Soaking well, in I'll the, do better. The, the, the Carter knowledge. 2020 is the year to do better. It is. So let's start with this. What is a grading report? So... The easiest way to think about a grading report is a grading report is the third-party verification of the diamond's characteristics. Yeah. It's, it's a, a, a piece of paper, laminated piece of paper, of course, and it gives you uh, 
an independent grade of the color of the clarity. And then depending upon the grading report, it'll also go into some of the details of the, the cut grade and the polish and the symmetry and, and other details of the diamond. So it's kind of a summary of, of the important characteristics of the diamond you buy? That is correct. But what's really important about it is it's done through a third-party grading laboratory. Okay. So who, who are they? Who, who makes grading reports? Do, do you, John Carter, make grading reports? Probably not. I do not. Okay. No, so it, who needs, it needs to be. And, and I shouldn't, right? Because it should be somebody who doesn't have a vested interest in the selling of that particular diamond. It should be sent to a, a, a diamond that's grading them typically blind. They don't know who sent the, mm. the, the graders do not know who sent the, 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 the diamond in for the grading report. Okay. Uh, it has kind of a, an obscure number. It's an obscure papers as it's passed through the laboratory. So they don't know it's from this particular um, diamond cutter or this particular retailer. It's just sent through the process very anonymously. Hmm. So there can be no air of uh, impriety, uh, being improper with the way that the grading is done, if that right. makes sense. Uh, so it is a very... Uh, they say most things like that arose for a reason. W- was yeah. there a, a history of improper gradings that necessitated this kind of thing need to be done by a third party? Yes. Okay. Wow. Being anonymous as the diamond goes through the, the laboratory is key mm-hmm. because... The grader isn't looking at it saying, this particular company sends us a thousand diamonds a month, and therefore they're a more important company, so we give them more lenient grades. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's why the process is done as blindly as it is. Why would that be possible? Like, how, how would you fudge a grade in, in favor of a particular company? Because what would you say? Like, do you say it's a better cut than it actually is or something? No, it typically more applies to the color and the clarity of the okay. diamond. And, and you can imagine, like, let's say you have a five carat diamond that goes through the laboratory. Yeah. And that diamond, it can make a huge difference whether that diamond got a VS2 or a VVS2, right? That can make a huge difference on the value of the diamond. You can be talking about, about five to six figures, sometimes seven, if it's a particularly large diamond. Because at that point... The person who sent the store or the person, the owner of the diamond who sent it in to be graded has already purchased it. So they've already got whatever they've paid for it sunk. And so then depending on that grade, however that grade comes back can determine what they can sell it for. That's right. Which then means, okay, if that's fudged or is there somebody in the tank for that, then you could actually get more for it than you. That's right. And particularly as it applies to clarity, clarity, clarity is graded by the human eye. So you're literally always making a sight judgment on clarity, whether I'm doing it here at Jack Lewis at my desk or if they're doing it in a grading report in one of the major laboratories. It's always done as an opinion of that grader. And it typically is established in our industry that it should be, uh, if I send a diamond to one laboratory and then send it to another laboratory, they should at least be within one grade one way or another for, for clarity in order for that to be kind of an acceptable deviation. Do you do that? Send it to I both have. both laboratories just yeah. to see how close they are? Yeah, but I do it for the opposite <laughs> reason of maybe why, why you might think. I do it. Uh, it's always a bummer when one laboratory gives it the lower grade than the other. Yeah. But I always call it the lower grade uh, because oh, so I, I'd rather err on the side of, right. you know, well, it's okay. Somebody sent this in down the road and it would be, it would be uh, you know, VS1 instead of the VS2. I'm just going to call it the VS2. Gotcha. Uh, so we, we should say, who, who are the two grading companies that, that do this um, the most or the most? There popular? are many, yeah. but the two that for, you know, the two that are globally the most accepted uh, 
would be uh, GIA, Gemological mm-hmm. Institute of, of America. They are far and away the largest grading laboratory in the world. They have to be on the front line. They're like the CSI of, of, our, of our industry because, okay. as you can imagine, globally, there are constantly evolving treatments that are done to gemstones that are sometimes done nefariously to hide what has been done to the gemstone to the end consumer. Hmm. GIA is constantly looking at those things as they come in and saying, we've identified a new gemstone treatment, a new heat treatment or a new coating or a Mm. a way to hide inclusions and things like that. So they're on the forefront and they have to be able to identify those things before they know that they're out there. And so Hmm. they're, they're actually really an incredible organization and, and anybody in our, uh, in the jewelry industry would admit that they are the world leader in, in terms of that and, and know the most about grading diamonds. They also are the organization that was founded for the education of the retailer and supplier. And so while that was done in the 30s by a na- man named Robert Shipley, I think in 1931 mm-hmm. is when he founded GIA, uh, he didn't come up with the, gr- they didn't come up with the grading side of things, I think until the 50s or 60s. Mm-hmm. So there was this, there was still a little bit of the, the color and gla- grading terminology that we use, you know, D through Z for color and flawless all the way down to I3 for clarity. Wasn't really established until later, but they were the organization that facilitated that and sure. then brought that to the forefront and used the grading uh, report terminology that we all use today. So GIA was first and then AGS gets into the game at some point later, I assume? Yeah. Found, interestingly enough, founded by the same man okay. in, in 1934. So three years later, the American Gem Society is, again, we can, we can probably do a whole episode on, on, as you know, as you say in the beginning, I'm president of the American yes. Gem Society currently. You are. Uh, and AGS, AGS was founded for a different purpose of establishing a group of those people now that were educated through GIA mm. that adhered to a certain code of ethics and values. So it wasn't until mm. that member existed from 1934, 1931. They actually shared office space in Los <laughs> Angeles for a long time. Uh, and they uh, AGS uh, moved to Las Vegas, I believe, in the 90s and then didn't have a, a diamond grading laboratory until 1990, late 90s, yeah. 98, 99. But the, the AGS laboratory was specifically founded because none of the laboratories at that time were assigning a common terminology for the cut grade of the diamond. Yeah. And if you think about it, as we get into the turn of the century, right there in 1998 to 2000, mm-hmm. cut grade became particularly important because now you had computers that could trace the ray of light. And, yep. they, and cut grade became very understood to be one of the most important things as, as applied to a diamond. Not that they didn't know that for 100 years, because they did. Right. But now there was a little bit more of a set standard and AGS's claim to fame is they were the first laboratory to come up and say, okay, here's a cut grade system. So now not only can I call somebody in New York and know that this two carat is a GVS2 and understand what that means over the phone. If I assign a certain number, which we'll talk about in a second to that for cut grade, I can also now understand how well the diamond is cut. So it gave me a, a clearer picture. Uh, before I got the diamond in the store. And then also that that obviously translates to a better story that I can tell my client yeah. so they have a better understanding of what they're purchasing. Both organizations, GIA and AGS, their main purpose is so that the customer knows what they're buying. And so a grading report is essential in that, in that way that you have a third-party verification 
of that. Having said that, the grading report is not everything. Take us through, I think you have one, take us yeah. through a grading report. Show us what's on a grading report. So I have, as you, as you know, and, and I'm, I'm, I've always been a little bit partial to AGS reports, mm-hmm. uh, but we have the three types of reports you'd find at our store in particular would be GIA, of yep. course, AGS on the, on the lion's share of, of what we have. Mm-hmm. There are many times where I'll send a diamond in, as we mentioned earlier, I'll send it in for two reports. Yep. Because I might want the more specific cut grade, which I feel right. like AGS is, is certainly better at. And then the third report would be Forevermark because we're a proud Forevermark dealer. Forevermark mm-hmm. actually has a laboratory set up and they, they grade their diamond. They have but, their own. But there are sometimes two that I'll send in a Forevermark. Yeah. If I feel like that Forevermark might also get a, a, a top level cut grade from the American Gem Society, I might send that in. So some of our Forevermarks will have two reports as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, several of them, actually. Real quick before you go into that, do you guys mm-hmm. around here ever have like bets about what something's going to come back? All the as? time, <laughs> all the time. It's like you, 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 you buy a diamond yeah. and then you look at it yourself and you're like, I bet this is a zero cut grade. Yeah, and then you send it off, come back, see if you're right. Is that kind of a fun aspect? Of- uh, yeah. Uh, when I was in uh, Belgium most recently, I was with a, a, a group of friends and uh, we had this. And when you're buying in overseas whether you're in Europe or in India or Israel, a lot of times you're buying through these parcels. Yeah. Diamonds. You buy, you don't know anything about these other than what your eye is telling right. you. And so one of the gentlemen that was with me is one of my really good friends. We were going back and forth. Okay. And he even made me specifically say, tell me what this gets in the laboratory. Cause we were <laughs> passing around between yeah. the five of us mm-hmm. and he and I said it was, we, we, he and I were more or less on the same page. It was going to get a one for a cut grade and it was yeah. going to get this for a color and clarity. And we sent it in, and then he and I were spot on with what it got. Yeah. But case in point, <laughs> as, you're, as you're sitting there, these people have all been in the industry much of their lives. And as we're sitting there, yeah. we were all within a grade. Yeah. Right. He and I were spot yeah. on, and they were within a grade. So it's, it's, it's uh, within reason to expect everybody that knows what they're looking at to be able to be somewhat close. You guys should keep track of that, like in your industry. Like, like, like fantasy grading leads. <laughs> <laughs> have your own draft. You've started something Who new. The- <laughs> I mean, I'm best? definitely taking myself as the number one overall pick. That <laughs> number is, one overall. That, that is for sure. <laughs> All right. So uh, show us what's on a what's on a grading report. So I'm, I'm going to get this grading report. I'm going to look at it. It's mm-hmm. going to look like mathematical gobbledygook as soon as you open that up. So take us through it. Show us what's on it. Okay. So and a, a, a GIA re- report would look a little bit different. Okay. Uh, but only as it applies to one particular thing. Really. Okay. So the first thing you'll see on American Gem Society report, I think they'll have a little bit of a glare. So I'll try to hold that and we'll do, we'll do probably a close up of that. I would yep. assume. Right? We'll figure out. Not all the reports will look like this. This is called the platinum Perf- light performance. Uh, it's, we call this a DQD, which is a diamond quality document. This is one of the American Gem Society's higher end grading reports, okay. uh, which I don't provide with every diamond, but this, this features a couple of key things. Mm-hmm. The most important thing that it talks about, uh, as we mentioned earlier, is the cut grade. Yep. But some of the basic things that'll be on there, obviously you'd expect the weight. Yes. Uh, this is carried out three digits past the decimal, so it's 1.048. Okay. You never round that up. That would just be called a 1.04 carat diamond. Okay. In diamonds, you do not round that up to the nearest hundredth of a carat. Okay. So it's a 104. Very precise. It's a very precise All about precision. Thing. But again, you're erring on the side of caution, right? Mm-hmm. So it's you're not you're not rounding up and making it seem like it's a 105 when it is in fact not a uh, right okay yes uh it, the measurements of the diamond which would be 6.47 to 6.51 by 
So that's the diameter of the stone okay. by the depth of the stone, 4.03 millimeters. We're okay. not going to... We're going to make this the most boring episode um, and have me read everything inside I, I, the grading I took report. A drink, you don't truly want I took me to a do drink that. of coffee so that I wouldn't <laughs> start nodding And lo, off. the grading report set on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Rounds out to three decimal places for precision. <laughs> three shall be the rounding. <laughs> not five. Not five, not thrice, <laughs> but three. There's like 17 people who get that reference. Yes, it was a little Monty Python. Yeah, um, Monty we'll Python. Have All right, so uh, what should I be most interested in? The holy hand grenade. <laughs> You should be most interested on an American Gem Society document with the overall cut grade of the document. So the first thing that I would do is I would go straight to that, which is going to say cut grade, AGS, ideal, zero. Yes. Let's talk about that system if we can for a second. Sure. So the AGS. Your show. Yes, it is indeed. (laughs) The AGS cut grade system goes zero to Mm ten. It's the reverse of what you might think it is. Mm -hmm. Ten is the lowest. Zero is the highest. Best. So if yeah. yeah exactly so if ever I refer to a, a report in my store and I tell uh, a client or my staff I say this is a, an AGS generically we'll use the term triple zero mm. and what that yeah means, I've heard you say that before yeah and what that means is the diamond will receive a zero for light performance okay for polish and for symmetry now, light it, performance polish and symmetry all right yes. so those are things we've not talked about before yep so I'm again I'm a novice customer I'm thinking of the four C's. None of those start with C. That's so true. So what, what are those three new terms you've just introduced to me now? So light performance will be the way that the diamond uh, returns light to your eye. Okay. That's a way to think about it. That's as we've, in the uh, previous shows, we've gone over, we've used that asset device yeah, yeah. on the counter. And you'll notice this very pretty asset image of this, yes. this diamond. Nice and symmetrical, yep. right? You see, if you'll remember, or, and if you have not seen that, go back and watch mm-hmm. it. Because it is actually a, a, a very cool way to buy a diamond. Mm-hmm. You're looking for the most amount of red yes. uh, in this image and then a controlled amount of green. And most importantly, as this diamond very clearly shows, a really nice pattern to the way that the, the, the diamond is laid out, particularly as it applies to these arrows in the middle of the stone. Yeah. So the light performance really is what does the diamond do with light as it comes in and then how does that light leave the stone? Okay. Does that make sense? Yep. So according to this, that would be an AGS ideal zero. So it's the best, the best. that they do well. The best. Polish. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always say about polish. Think about the think about the wax on your car when you take your car in and and and, and they they wax your car, right? Yeah. They polish it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the difference is that polish on your car can fade over time. On a diamond, unless it's rubbing against another diamond for many years, that polish is going to to be there. So you're looking at did they leave polish lines on the surface of the diamond? Mm. How how perfectly was that done? And you might say, okay, well, you can only see that at 20 or 30 power magnification. What possible difference does that make? Trust me, it matters. So it is possible for a diamond to still get an overall cut grade of zero, achieving maybe a one in polish. And I'm not sure maybe how low that could go, but I have seen that before. Um, And the diamond still is quite beautiful. It's not like you would put those two diamonds in front of somebody and say, can you identify that this one is a one for polish and this is a zero? No, of course not. But a lesser polish would affect it how? It would... Uh, the way the light reflects off the surface of the diamond. Okay. Right? Which also... So even though it, it just it might have got a zero at the light performance level, mm-hmm. the polish can still affect that part of it as well. That's right. Okay. And symmetry is important. One, yep. of the, one of the key things that I would look for in symmetry when I'm looking at a diamond is how well the facets line up. So hmm. if, if this, yeah. if this is, represents the top part of the diamond or the crown, and this is the pavilion of the diamond, do those facets on the bottom and the top line up? Yeah. Or are they turned like this? Yep. Right. 
That matters. That's a ding on the symmetry if they don't line up. How sharp do those facets, do they come to straight points or are they rounded? Are they, yeah. uh, what does that look like? Every time you see something like that, that is hmm. not, doesn't line up nearly, can't use the term perfect, but as perfectly as possible for yeah. these, for these uh, conversations. And every millimeter matters. Every hundredth or, or <laughs> thousandth of a no. millimeter matters. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it is really uh, major differences. Because as you've said before, we're dealing with light. Right. So, Matters. And at the end of the day, if I'm a demon terror in Antwerp, Belgium, and I have a diamond. A what? A demon terror? Demon terror is what you call a diamond dealer oh. in, in Antwerp, Belgium. Uh, you, is that demon a terror. Not demon terror. Oh, well, that's what I thought you said. I thought we went to a dark do me a place. Favor. Do me a favor, Mr. Producer. When you do this episode, <laughs> research the term demon terror and put it up here <laughs> and then put it over Josh <laughs> using the term demon terror. Yes. I can't be the first person who's thought that's what that is. That's a horror movie. Where have we gone? Mm. (laughs) Symmetry. This is eroded. (laughs) This is eroded into. Speaking of those special effects, now we're going to have. Yeah. CGI. Yeah, I like it. (laughs) Okay, let's move on. Uh, Okay, so that's what it means to be a triple zero. Right. If you see that. Right. It's light performance, polish, and symmetry. All are the best possible. According to the AGS uh, grading system, that's correct. That will be reflected on your grading report that from is AGS. I assume GIA as well. well GIA system is different. So, okay. so what we just said about uh, AGS, they could do zero to ten, so they have eleven cut grades. Uh, that's Spinal Tap joke. Oh, there is. I don't really know Spinal Tap. There's goes to eleven. Okay. All right. <laughs> Go on. Goes to eleven. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. Uh, and then GIA system. Shame goes excellent very good good fair and poor so they have five cut grades yeah does that make sense yep. so so they're excellent will fit somewhere in that zero to three sometimes in the four range okay which is one of the reasons particularly since at this store we're, we're really selling mainly on cut grade yep i like to have as specific of a cut grade yes. as possible right not again not to say that i won't sell gia reports they're marvelous reports and they do a great job in particular with grading color and clarity yeah uh, you can always trust their their color and clarity grades um sometimes i'll augment that though with a ags cut grade only report okay so let's check off a few other things will a grading report tell me if my diamond is natural or lab grown yes it will okay um well, it, t- if you received a document like this yep. from the American Gem Society, the, di- the diamond is a, a natural earth mine diamond. They don't grade. They do lab- not. They do not grade laboratory grown diamonds. Interesting. So, so I can't does anyone? Say, can you get a uh, GIA does now, and okay. some some of the other laboratories do, but it'll be very explicitly stated yeah. on the document that this is a laboratory grown diamond. Interesting. The diamond typically should be laser inscribed. In some way, I mean, because if it's made in the lab the first time around, it, it would seem like maybe the need for a grade is less necessary. <laughs> it's quite a controversial topic. That okay. I have. Did I just open a can of worms accidentally? There? All right. Um, yes, we'll get to it later. Yes, you, we will. <laughs> we'll get to that. We will. Uh, will it tell me what my diamond is worth? It will not. Okay. And this is uh, I noticed today. I don't just to let the uh, viewers slash listeners in on a little bit of a, an inside tip. Josh always provides the mugs for this episode. He always brings, he's got a, he comes into the store with a bag full of jingling mugs. And today he brought me a left-handed mug. Because, San Diego. 
um, which you can't can't see because I'm not drinking left-handed. But on the other side, now he did not even know he did this. I didn't. My diamond nerd friends or demon tears. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can't unhear that, that now. That you're, demon, you're always going to think no, of that. No, I actually am always going to. You've ruined it for me. It's yeah. a beautiful word, too. When, it when, really was. It really it really is. Well, if you would pronounced it right the first time, I wouldn't. I have. did. I think it's probably Demontier or something. And you well, just, yeah, I didn't say well, it. Well, if you Flemish. said like, Flemish. All right. So anyway, right. listen. <laughs> so Josh gave me this cup today that says certified coffee addict. Yes. Right? Yes. Uh, you will hear the term sometimes associated with grading reports is they will say, GIA certified. Yeah. AGS certified. Yeah. You will not hear me ever say that, those words, because certified, back to your question about price. Yeah. Generally, a certification is probably going to have some sort of a level of price involved. And a a proper grading report will never mention value, retail, Hmm. wholesale prices. It will never have any of that on there. And the other thing with certified is it's important to remember that I've said a couple of times, the grading report is an opinion yeah. of that diamond, right? right. And, and much of it is done by the human eye. There yeah. can be a certain element of error. It is not a certificate of authenticity <laughs> right. that yes. would come with a signed Babe Ruth baseball, yes. right? It is not, it is not that. It okay. is somebody assigning it a grade through their years of education and trained eye of looking at thousands or millions of diamonds and saying, this is my opinion of what the color and clarity is of this particular diamond. It so the, is not a certification. It is a grading report. So the people who have those jobs in the labs are pretty important people. Yeah, of As course. far as this goes, they're, yeah, of course. I would assume they're the experts in their craft to have those that responsibility of yeah, I mean, you think about it. weighing in with their opinion on these kinds of things. There are, there are fewer people in the world probably that can adequately color and clarity grade diamonds and there are major league baseball players <laughs> yeah right people that sit in a laboratory that just do that all day and i've yeah. had the privilege of visiting both of these laboratories gia mm. in california and the american gem society's laboratories mm. and there are these you know they're people like me that just but that's all they do all day is they sit in a microscope and analyze these things and they see cool inclusions and they give, they assign cool co- color grades, but their eyes have been like, like a sommelier has to develop their skill at. You pronounce that one, right? Thank you. <laughs> not going to make that some weird thing and nope. pop up cartoon character or something nope. like that. They have to, they have to hone their craft yes. and, and uh, train their eyes to see things a certain way, but it does not mean that the process is perfect ever. Right. We've talked a lot about diamonds, but in previous episodes, we've talked about maybe you want another gemstone for your engagement ring. Do you, other gemstones also get grading reports, or is this just diamonds? Uh, grading, uh, certain labs can grade colored stones as well. GIA okay. is, again, the world leader of that. Okay. Uh, and they'll grade everything from rubies to spinels yeah. or topaz or, or whatever. And there are some other laboratories as well, a little more boutique labs that yeah. just do colored stones okay. that are considered to be very respected laboratories around the world. There's a couple in Europe. There's a couple in New York. Uh, that really do a, a good okay. job. That's that's if you're dealing with high, you don't need it as much on colored stones. It mm. just depends on the gemstone. But if you're going to buy a very high value ruby, yeah, or emerald or sapphire, yeah, you for sure want to make sure that that diamond or excuse me that gemstone comes with a grading report yeah. because it would mention things in the comments section mm-hmm. as you see here on the on the diamond grading report. It would say this diamond or this uh, sapphire is beryllium diffused. Well, what does that mean? And then you know you have to right. you have to understand that that negatively affects the value, but positively affects the beauty of the stone. Sure. All 
All right, let's uh, pivot towards the end here and let's let's go big picture mm-hmm. um, to talk about the why. Like we talked a lot about the what this is and and what's on these documents. Why why as a customer coming in here should I care about a grading report? What, what what's the purpose of it to me as the customer? Uh, again, it's it's to know in the back of your head that's that a third party has verified or given an opinion. Yeah. Rather, rather, that probably is a better term to use of what the color and clarity of that is. You're not taking the okay. vested interest of the person selling it to you as just that. It's not okay. to say you shouldn't trust because you should trust, but you know the saying, trust but verify. This is a way to verify that yeah. or have that in the background. Hmm. Is Having, it something I can request or is it something you automatically do? We automatically do it here. Okay. Uh, I, I would imagine I, would, I should be suspicious if I go to a jeweler who doesn't want to have my diamond graded. Not necessarily. No? You know, okay. I'm, not, I'm not here to say that either because I certainly have sold diamonds over the years that maybe didn't have uh, a grading report associated with it. If the client requested it, I always would have done that yeah. and, and did at that time. Okay. Uh, but I'll tell you the mistake that I see people make, particularly thanks to our friend, the internet, mm. is people take the... 20 minutes of knowledge that I just gave you about these grading reports. And now they wrap themselves in the security of they know everything they need to know to buy that diamond. I only talk to you about color and clarity and cut grade. There is many things with the makeup of that diamond that some of which is not expressed on a grading report. First of all, what does it look like? (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. Do you like it? So as I remind everybody, you're not buying a piece of paper. Correct. You're, you're buying a billion or two billion year old diamond that was formed in the mantle of the earth and made it to the crust and was skillfully cut to bring out the maximum amount of beauty to that stone. Yeah. And so that can look different from an ISI 2 sometimes to a diamond that's lower in color and clarity. Sometimes that lower color and clarity stone might actually look better under your nose. Right. It's good to know. This is what another party says my diamond is, but it's not necessarily something that you should put all your eggs into that basket and think that you know enough to buy that just because you know what it says on paper. Yes. Because I've seen, as I've told you before, Mm -hmm. I buy diamonds all day long, pretty much every day, and pretty much every week I have one or two that came in that look completely different from what I thought they were going to based on what I was able to read on paper. So even if this likely isn't something you're ever going to look at again, maybe once you, you won't. once you buy it. Yeah, you don't. Uh, it's it's important because it's it's a confidence play. Like it, it's something that should give you confidence in what you're buying. It's been looked at by an independent third party. That is it's just another way that you can can trust what it is that that you're buying, that what that diamond well, and is. And I, I prefer these two companies for their grading reports and for Evermark too, because they're all considered, all three of those laboratories are considered to be the harshest yeah. grading laboratories in the world. Mm. Again, it is not an exact science. So what if I don't have one? Can I come in retroactively and, and get one? Sure. Yeah. Yep. I just bring my diamond in and just give it to you and be like, oh yeah, we can. We just have to pull the diamond and, and send it to some, some laboratories can grade mounted diamonds. AGS yeah. and GIA both can do that, I believe. Um, any closing thoughts on grading reports? Something that you want to make the case for? Like why, again, in a summary, of, if we're in an elevator, you have 10 seconds to make the elevator speech of grading reports. How would you close it out of why they're important? A diamond grading report is important, but it is not everything. Mm. I'll do it in four seconds. <laughs> I could close this out in four seconds. <laughs> I'll be right back with the final facet. 
If Jack Lewis Jewelers only sold engagement rings to rich people, we'd be out of business quick. You're not supposed to have money when you get married. You're young, probably in your 20s. You're just starting out. If you only got a couple hundred bucks to spend on a diamond ring for your girlfriend, that's great. So we'll be excited to show you our collection of solitaire rings starting at $299. We're not secretly eager to steer you towards something bigger and more expensive. So don't worry about how much you can spend. Just focus on why you're spending it. Because size doesn't matter. She matters. Jack Lewis Jewelers on Eastland Drive in Bloomington. All right, as a recap, everybody. So a diamond grading report, my personal preference is either from the Gemological Institute of America or from the American Gem Society. Depends what you're looking for. But if you want to focus squarely on cut grade, I always recommend AGS reports. And just know that it's important to have It's important when making a purchase to truly understand what it is that you're buying. That's what we're here to help you walk through. But it is not everything. So don't put all of your confidence into knowing I've got this thing and I can wrap myself in the security of this is what they say that it is. Because at the end of the day, you are not buying a laminated diamond grading report. You are buying a diamond to give to the person that you love. And you can break this down to numbers and percentages and polish and symmetry and cut grade numbers all you want. And it is important to understand what you're buying. But the most important thing is you're buying a symbol to tell that person how much you love them. So know that grading reports are important. Know that you should not obsess over them or only buy a diamond because of what it says on paper. We say at Jack Lewis that size doesn't matter. She matters. And we truly know that what we sell is more than just shiny metals and sparkly rocks. Hey there, thanks for hearing us out. If this episode generated any thoughts or questions, reach out, email cartercast at jacklewisjewelers.com or search for Jack Lewis Jewelers on your favorite social media platform and message us there. Next time on the CarterCast, we turn our attention to the internet. You know, lots of people today are considering buying diamonds online without seeing them in person first. They claim it's cheaper with a bigger selection where you can go at your own pace without being pressured and intimidated by a nasty, slimy salesperson. Ick. But is all that really true? Well, yes, but actually no. It'll make sense next time when we ask, should you buy a diamond online? For John Carter, I'm Josh, and this is The Carter Cast, a production of Joshua 1-9 on behalf of Jack Lewis Jewelers in Bloomington, Illinois, and online at jacklewisjewelers.com.